What's up, guys? It's Thursday, and it's Dan, the one and only host of this show. I hope back at it with another pandastic episode of Context. And it's been a while since my last upload. Uh, definitely a week, probably nearing two week for sure. But um, it helped me realize a few things. Uh, one is that I actually really want to do this. Um, the whole writing and recording is it's really fun. Uh, it helps me break uh, break out of this kind of shell. Um, even though I do have some insecurities about uh, doing this here and there, but you know, day by day, I'm getting better at getting through it. And so we're here, right? Uh, without further ado, grab a coffee or a beer depending on when you're listening to this and let's enjoy some actual story time uh before that though first things first let's do our at least my weekly stand up and you know one of the things i always say every week is what even happened uh recently uh, my days are starting i think my days are starting to melt into each other and I'm not grasping time as it should be. You know, August just kind of slipped right across my face without even saying anything. I'm sure you guys know the feeling as well. I've been sleeping and waking up at different times. You know, one day it's 8 o'clock, another day it's 7. Some days I don't get off the bed until... 1014 before uh, a meeting and um, I knew this was this became a problem because when I looked at today at my phone and swiped down to kind of see my notifications I just saw it was like Thursday and for some reason I thought today was actually Tuesday um, at first I was like yay you know tomorrow's Friday and, you know, I have the weekend and get to uh, have a day off and do things. But, you know, the other part of me was like, yo, that's not right that my uh, sense of time is two, two, uh, two days behind what it actually is. So I thought to myself and I figured that I, I need to fix this somehow. I'm not sure what's the best way. Uh Perhaps maybe having a physical calendar to rip off or mark dates down might might help me or just somehow telling myself like, hey, today's Monday, today's Tuesday or something like that. Uh, I usually see this happen to me a lot when I have a kind of like a steady stream of work to do. Uh, so during my day job, I have this thing to do. And then when it comes to after my day job, I like seamlessly flow into my nighttime uh, stuff I wanted to do. Then I sleep and then go back to day. Uh, when And when I'm in the zone of all that things, like I won't realize that I've slept or that, you know, the next day is different. So... Um, 
this isn't a bad thing that I'm just busy. It's just I need to to know that okay, this is a whole new day. I probably have meetings today. I shouldn't be surprised that I have um, meetings, or I shouldn't be surprised that I have to pay a bill at this day. So I just need to be more consciously aware of uh, what day it is. Um, to continue to continue on, uh, some of you guys have been following me along on Instagram. I've been working out still. It's been going pretty steady, pretty well. Uh, we're in about cycle six or seven. Each cycle is a month, uh, by the way. And I believe I started it around February or maybe early March. And, uh, you know, the workout's getting more and more intense because the weights are getting heavier and heavier. And it's a good thing because I'm actually feeling that soreness again. So it's good to wake up the next day feeling like you can't walk or can't lift your arms. And I'm glad to uh, to experience that once again. After those workouts, I've been uh, challenging myself with this new uh, Chloe Ting challenge. I don't know if you guys heard of her, but uh, she's a YouTube fitness uh person that has a bunch of uh, free workouts on her site and YouTubes and <clears throat> a lot of it's more of like the hit workout cardio um, a lot of core exercises abs and things not using things that don't have to use weights and all that just <clears throat> excuse me and doing those workouts just makes me want to completely not exist for the next 30 minutes and it's funny because her workouts are only 10 minutes <laughs> and i swear they like take like they seem like they take an hour or so uh, i definitely recommend it for those that are wanting to push up their home workouts up a notch um, especially if you want to do some extra core and uh, ab stuff they're pretty good However, the, the main reason I decided to put myself into this torture is because, like most people during the quarantine, I think we did a little, I did a little splurging for the first half of the year and definitely made a lot of purchases. You know, some were actually essential for, for work because now that everyone is pretty much working from home, uh, for my company, so I needed to buy the extra gear, the cords, and you know, just make sure that I can hop on the next day and work without um, having problems. But I've also bought other things that were not necessary, and I think that's because I felt. It was one of those things where, well, you know, I'm not spending money to go out to eat or go out to do this and getting lunch and stuff like that. So I rewarded myself with buying non-essential items, mostly entertainment items or um, just upgrading some of the uh, technology that I had at my house. But uh, I figured I'd slow down 
slow it down a bit. So along with killing my abs and my stomach, I am also doing a no Amazon August challenge where I don't make any purchases for Amazon for at least a month unless it's a super essential item to continue work with or, you know, stuff like personal hygiene. And I say Amazon, but that it, it also applies to other stores and things like that. I'm trying to cut out unnecessary buying uh, just for a month, hopefully to curb the habit. Um, I'm hoping it's not some type of addiction I have to want to buy things just for the sake of buying things. So um, for those that want to follow along, you know, I challenge you guys to do the same thing, save some extra money for a trip for 2021 or 2022, depending on how things go. And you might thank yourself one day. It's already day six of this and I'm already eyeing things I wanted to get. So I have this long list in my notepad of things I quote unquote want to buy, but I think I'm, I'm learning to appreciate that there are lots of cool products out there and you can't always, uh, you can't always buy one, <laughs> but you know, wish me the, the strength to get through this. And, you know, I do the same for you guys as well, but damn, uh, that's a long catch up. That's about 10 minutes worth of things. Um, I hope everyone's keeping safe and doing fine uh, with their current situation. Uh, what I know of the current news and what I try to keep up with, it seems like we're still in that wonky period where things are going up, things are going down. Uh, crazy things are happening in other parts of the world and all these injustices that are happening. So my heart and prayer is out for those during this time. Um, I know it's tough, but we'll get to, th we'll get through this together. Uh, just keep progressing and keep your heads up. Cause if your heads are down, you won't see any of the, the poles that you might be running into or obstacles. So keep them up and then keep hope. So on to the actual topic of this uh, episode. Um, this will be a little bit different from the last three. Uh, before I was doing a little binge dive into talking about design process and specifically my process of how I deal with clients or how I start a project. Uh, and we got pretty far. Uh, just to recap on that, we're at the part where we're actually designing and um, designing and just layout of the actual por uh, portfolio. I I'm doing the blog first, so the next design episode will be about that. Um, I've already designed uh, all my iterations, and I'm down to my last uh, two choices. So I'll, I just have to ultimately choose one, and then I'll get started on the write-up on that. Um, so back on track, uh, this series is more a personal one. 
where I kind of just detail or highlight some of the moments and deciding branches of how I even became a designer. Uh, what steps, decisions, and lessons I learned I learned along the way, and you know maybe this can help other people relate to those that are going through this field or those that have been through this field. Like you're not the only one that has to deal with a shitty client, or you're not the only one to have to uh, to deal with uh, certain decisions and. I will rephrase that. Uh, I don't mean shitty client as the, the the person is shitty. It's more of the the relationship between you guys got out of hand, and you know normally those type of things is just because there's a miscommunication or a mis uh, misconfiguration of the culture between uh, two guys, and that's something I did learn along the way because I I had a habit where I said oh. You know, so-and-so was a bad client, so-and-so was a good client, so-and-so was an eh client. And it, it honestly it didn't have to do anything with the client. It just had to do with the uh, relationship between the designer and the client. So, But I want to say that all of my views of design and uh, culture, you know, is not of any uh it's not of any opinions of the companies i work for or have worked for these are all opinions of myself and just my experience and so it's nothing uh, against uh, any it has nothing affiliated with uh any job i do right now all right so let's let's talk about how i got started um, we're going to rewind time all the way back to the nineties, I think. Uh, I wish I wrote down like exactly the dates or like years, um, just to give people references, but, but I'm in grade school and, uh, I think this was in, uh, pretty much in the nineties, uh, early two thousands, but. Um, to be honest, like many people, I didn't even start, I didn't start my life knowing I was going to be a designer, you know, let alone I even knew that I wanted to pursue a, a creative field, uh, during grade school and up until junior year of high school, I didn't really even know what a career was. I only knew what I was good at, and that was mainly, uh, science and math. Uh, at that time, my only understanding of a job was knowing what my parents did for work and what my brother was doing for work. And he, you know, at the time, you know, he was doing the typical like summer like jobs like restaurant working or customer service attendants and things like that. But I remember in grade school, I had an interest in art. But it wasn't like it wasn't because I liked it, but I was just somewhat good at it. <laughs> but in reality, I, I was just good at tracing and mimicking shapes of already drawn art. Uh, so back in time, back in the days, I would just like always draw like Dragon Ball Z figures because 
like I understood the pattern of their face. It was always like a an upside down triangle with a you know with a square, and so that was just like my typical drawing style. It was just like mimicking other things. Um, other than that, I was just a typical straight A student for most of my classes, and. Uh, as I got into high school, it was more or less the same thing. Um, I was really heavily into video games, though, at this point. Uh, but that could be a whole error I could talk about uh, some other time to talk about, like, my video game uh, history and what I grew up on and all my days of uh, playing certain games and being competitive. That was a, that was a fun time in my life. Uh, let's continue on though. Like, uh, high school is around. Like I said, I was pretty much the same. I just went through classes. I was good in all my sciences and math. You know, even at one point, I think my teacher recommended me to go to this program where they just taught more, more in depth about like the different sciences you can go to. I think it had like a certificate or credit program where if you, uh, you know, succeeded or passed their class, then you can use those credits for college and all that stuff. I, I declined it because I think at this point I knew that I just hated school for some reason. I just didn't like, um, didn't like the process of schooling. So I just declined it and just, you know, went on my way of just going through school and just getting good grades for the sake of getting good grades. Um, during this time, my brother was already out, out of the house and attending college, I believe. And so the internet went out with him as well because he was the one that was paying for a second line. You guys may, might be wondering why, but uh, I did live in an era where uh, we had dial-up. So in order for my brother to have like um, all access to internet. He he got a second line so that it, it didn't interfere with phone calls that my parents would receive on uh, their line. So for a while, I didn't have internet until we finally got DSL. Um, and I remember that it was like the first summer where I just started searching on a computer for something I don't know why uh, probably for a game or doing something but I ended up finding that my brother had Photoshop 6 or was it 7 I'm not sure but it was installed on the computer now I didn't know what this was actually um, I remember just I opened it up it had that really weird like eye looking with magnifying glass logo type of thing and you know I saw that you can make canvas and you can use brushes to make little strokes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, I think I was 15 or 16 years old at the time. And this is when I started learning how to like use Google. Um, I was Googling how to use Photoshop. And a lot of, a lot of the, the searches led me to these forums where people were doing graphics. Now there were forums for specifically for graphics, and there were forums for other things like um, 
like video games or Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, K-pop, and all those things. And each within each of those forums, there would always be uh, a graphics uh, section where people are just doing, uh, making these little edits and pretty cool things with them. And sometimes people would uh, post these tutorials up on how to do their specific style or how to do a specific thing. And then so what they would do is they would make this canvas of like 600 pixel by like whatever height because the tutorial could be really long. And they would just pretty much screenshot or post all the stuff that they did for this mini poster. And yeah, it's, it's crazy that people were using 600 pixels as a standard because remember that most people's monitors back at the time was was only 1024 or 1280 at most. I definitely was working on a 1024. And it, it's crazy to see the difference between what uh, 600 pixel is now compared to what it was back then. So over time, I became, I eventually became that guy that made graphics and signatures for forums. I know I joined a lot of like, uh, K-pop forums, for those that don't know, K-pop is Korean pop, which is a genre of music. And um, I was heavily into Yu-Gi-Oh! as well, so I did a lot of uh, um, things for that. Um, at the same time, I was messing around with Microsoft Front Page, um, making sites on Angel Fire in GeoCities, uh using these uh, .tk domains. And .tk was like a service where you can get a free domain without um, free domain for hosting without having to pay. You just had to have this annoying like ad, but like no one cared at the time like that there was ads because <laughs> there was no like ad blockers. Um, so it was, it was pretty funny to make websites back in the days. But the funniest thing was like, I didn't realize it back then, but I, scrounged up all this good deal of information before I even knew what college I was going to. And, you know, I didn't even know what website design was. I didn't even know graphic design was a thing. So it, it's crazy to think about that back then. Fast forwarding to the rest of my junior and senior year of college. It was that time to choose your destiny as a most counselors, career counselors will uh, tell kids these days, maybe not today, but back then it was like, you gotta go to college if you wanna be successful. Um, so I didn't even honestly know what I wanted to do still. Uh, my PST and SAT scores weren't the greatest. If I remember right, this was like one of the first year or the year after they added writing to the SAT test. And I remember like all the English teachers in school just like constantly made us write it. Even like history teachers and, you know, classes that didn't even like, uh, even like my typing classes had like a section where you had to write, uh, uh, type an essay. It was like, oh my God, because they wanted us to be so prepared for this SAT because I guess it was like a game changer for college or whatever. Um, honestly, I, I did averagely, and I didn't even want to take the test again. Um, 
because I guess for some reason I didn't, I didn't have the passion for like to do schooling. Like even though I got a three or four on all my AP exams, I took most of the honors classes, and I think I got like top twenty in the high school for academics. Might have been placed higher, but never mattered too much to me because at that time I was like still focused on games, Photoshop and talking to people on MSN or aim. Like those were like my main things. Um, Yeah. Like it didn't seem like school didn't really seem fulfilling at that time because it's it, it felt like pretty easy. You know, I just went to school, memorized my notes and I abused the fact that I had like some type of photographic memory because like I didn't understand the material at times, but I understand that uh, this formula was on like the second page of my notes on the bottom right. So I could like picture that and like use it. Um, and that was a process that I just repeated all through school. And I, I guess I'm lucky I had it, had that at the point. Um, but yeah, the, the fun part of life back then was just coming back home, finishing my homework to uh, to prove to my parents that I did it. And then I would be able to go on a computer and, you know, sometimes I would use it to play. Like, we had this unwritten law at my um uh, at my home to not play games on the weekdays. Uh, so the only other thing I did was like work on Photoshop and look at tutorials and just learn that. Um, but sadly, I, I knew that time had to go away because it was time to deal with reality. And coming from an Asian background, that usually means finding a career that paid actual money. Um, I didn't know that you can get paid for graphic design. I didn't know that it was even a field at um, at the time. So it never it never came across me to go to like a college or school for design. Uh, plus, uh, I never thought of it as a career or job for some reason. Like it was always just a hobby, and you know hobbies are just things you like to do, but can never be your job. That was my thinking at the time. Uh, eventually, uh, I went to. Uh, eventually, I went into wanting to be a programmer, a uh, video game, game designer, programmer, and specifically. Uh, but I slightly cheated myself, or I think I cheated myself, and you know I didn't want to go to an actual computer science uh, school to get a degree in like a BS in uh, computer science or something like that. Um, so I, I went to the route of video games and, you know, cause I thought at the time I liked video games. So there were some local schools and there was one in Florida and there's, I think there was another one in Washington that I could have went to, but, you know, would have been interesting what my life could have been if I chose one of those places. But, uh, I ended up going to this local school in Pennsylvania about game design. And 
turns out that I learned that it was like a sister school of another bigger uh, tech school, game design schools in the United States. And the program I was interested in was game design. And it was uh, a Bachelor of Arts degree. Um, I don't know why I was so intent on getting a bachelor's. I could have uh, got an associate's degree there and then they transferred over. But this whole process of like choosing college and getting student loans and all the stuff was just so confusing at, for me at the time. And now that I know like what I've been through, like I might have chose better routes, but you know, this was just for me. I chose what I did and you know, that's I really just chose the school because I didn't want to like go to a class where there was like two hundred people, go to a lecture hall and having to do tests and all that. So needless to say, I chose this college called Collins College. And now I'm on an airplane to Arizona. Um, it wasn't that hard to get accepted. It, it was more like, hey, did you like doing this? You know, what are your grades here and there? Um, sign this, sign that, and you're in, right? So I'm going to pause right here because uh, Anchor is telling me that I'm going to run out of time, but I will be back in just a sec. All right, um, back again. I'm sorry about that. Uh, note to self that I need to just record this in a different program without without any limits because although my goal is to not have 30-minute long uh, shows, uh, sometimes I guess I ramble on and time just flies, right? So uh, I did want it to end just pretty shortly, actually. I, was, I almost made the cut. But basically, I was going to say the um, the whole process of choosing college and all that. I'm not sure if it's me, but it, it was a stressful thing. And it, it got to the point where I just, like, chose the school for the sake of kind of uh, pleasing my parents that, you know, hey, you know, I got accepted to a college and, you know, this is what I want to do and all that stuff. Um and I didn't want to go through the whole process of applying to other schools and applying for their loans or special deals and, you know, see if credits are transferred or see if, um, you know, if my uh, parents could uh, afford uh, taking out a loan and, you know, what kind of student aid I get. So I was like, oh, let, let me just choose this, call it a day and, you know, and what, whatever, it, I'll deal with whatever I had to deal with. Um, next thing you know it, I'm on a plane to Arizona. I'm in the hotel for the orientation. I just got assigned my housing apartment that I was going to live at for the next uh, supposedly three to four years of my life. And I remember I just thought to myself, like during the whole thing, like, she what did I even get myself into? Um, but I, I, I think that's a good place to stop this story. Uh, but don't worry, there's more to come. 
I'll dive into some some college antics, some fun fun stories about the classes there and um, meeting some friends there. And, you know, some of them are still my friends right now. And, you know, maybe I'll go through some roommate stories and all that jazz. But, um, you know, I'll go through the interesting era I had with K-pop community, what I did for them. And uh, we'll slowly uncover at what point, you know, I became an actual designer and how how this all relates to to each other, right? So I appreciate everyone that's listening. I hope this story is uh, fun to listen to and different than just uh, listening to me uh, nerd out about design. So I appreciate if you follow along uh, through whatever podcasting uh, platform you listen to on, whether it's on Spotify or the um, Apple podcast. Uh, subscribe to my email newsletter on my site, dualistic.com. From there, you will get weekly updates about the, the podcast and blog and just other other things that aren't necessarily part of um, part of context. It, it'll be more of just like a weekly check-in, check-in and making sure you guys are doing all right. Um, follow my social media, Dualistic, across the board, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, I believe, but I'm not too sure on that. Um, But yeah, I hope to see you guys on the next show. Peace.